Welcome to the podcast, a podcast dedicated to highlighting the incredible students, staff, and community we have here in the Cache County School District. We are your hosts. I'm Tim Smith. And I'm Gary Thomas. Join us as we hit the road to visit schools across the district and explore what makes learning in Cache County such an awesome adventure. All right, Gary, one of the things I love about our podcast is that we have an opportunity to go out and visit with students who uh, are accomplishing great things in our schools. And we've heard about this student at Green Canyon High School, Daniela Lopez, who has a variety of interests. She's involved at the university in a number of uh, STEM projects and research projects, has an interest in history and debate. So I'm very excited to go out and visit with Daniela today. You know, Tim, we do have a lot of students in our community here who are inspiring, who do a lot of cool things, and I'm excited to go see what Danielle is doing. All right, let's ride. Welcome to school! Today we're here at Green Canyon High School with Daniela Lopez and her mother, Christina. We're excited to visit with her and learn more about her accomplishments. Daniela, thanks for meeting with us today. Yeah, of course. Thank you for having me. Tell us a little bit about who you are and what your interests and hobbies are. Yeah, so my name is Daniela Lopez. I am 15 years old. I'm here freshman at Green Canyon, and I love engineering. I have always had a passion for engineering since I can remember. I know my parents fostered that love from a very young age. I also love history. Holy cow. Okay. <laughs> I'm in love with sciences, but I also debate. I'm on the debate team. Okay. I also love flower pressing. I love flowers. Tell us a little bit more about this uh, desire and love for engineering that you've had since a, a young child. Where has that led you? What are you doing with that? So currently, I am an intern in the computer science department up at USU under the leadership of Dr. Mario Harper and Dr. Regan Zane. I am also working with Aspire. Aspire is a leading company with wireless transportation, in other words. And, well, it wasn't until eighth grade when I learned about Aspire, and my dad took me to one of their talks, a science unwrapped at, up at USU. The buses down in Salt Lake City that are wirelessly transmitted, that's part of Aspire, and I didn't realize that, I didn't know that. After the talk ended, I went down and I talked to Regan Zane. He's the CEO of Aspire. My dad didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> and he was like, come on, let's go, and I'm like, give me one second. I came out with an internship, four-year school internship, and I work on that, and I also work with robot construction. Uh, I've got two mentors. Maddie and Kyla, Kyla Sims, she's the, uh, the chair of the Aspire Student Association. But also just a project regarding here, uh, I am working on with, okay, we're a team of five. Uh, me, Danielle Lopez, um, Ethan Zhu, Benjamin O'Brien, Ivan Kimmick, and Andrew Pan. We are working on a project for Samsung Software Tomorrow competition. We were a state finalist, but we didn't fully get through to the national level, it's okay. It's probably because they were looking for much more of a technological kind of idea. But what we were doing was rotating algae biofilm reactor. It's kind of disgusting, but uh, we go down every once a week to Salt Lake City Sanitation Plant and we take clean wastewater. And we create algae out of it because uh, algae's got multitude of different chemical compounds in it. So you can see we've got a huge amount of what we test for at least is we test for carbon dioxide, phosphorus, and I forgot what else. Um, but we've mainly focused on carbon dioxide and phosphorus and we test for those too. And we take the algae that's created off of the algae uh, biofilm. So it's kind of like a rotating bar that like goes through the water. And as it goes through, it like collects algae. I can pass you guys pictures. <laughs> 
and we take that algae and we turn it into oil, biofuel. So tell us about Spot, because we've heard about this robotic dog that you've been working on and have brought to the Green Canyon. So tell us about that. Yeah, so Spot is a robotic dog in the <laughs> uh, computer science department. He is the best kind of dog you can get because you don't have to pick up after him. Of course, we brought him to school like October. It was the end of October when we brought him to school here at Green Canyon. And it was just a blast. You saw the kids, their faces would light up when they'd see him. Can Spot roll over and play dead and all of those things you think of when you think about training a dog? He can roll over. He can do a couple things. He can dance. He can hop. He can sprint. He can walk really fast. But at the same time, when I'm talking about sprinting, he's a slow sprinter, so like a, definitely a toddler can outrun him. He stands on four legs, and there's 12 different motors attached. He's like a little bit smaller around the size of a golden retriever. Fun. You have some other interests uh, and some other things uh, that you do here at Green Canyon. Talk to us. You said history, debate. What? Talk to us about one of those. Yeah. So for history fair, I haven't really done history fair here at Green Canyon, but I mainly focus that back on my middle school. I have learned so much. My project this year was successes and failures of La Raza Unida Party in the United States. This project was mainly based on La Raza Unida, which is the third political party during the time, aka 1960s, 1970s, 1980s. They were the ones who gave Mexican-Americans a political voice. If it wasn't for them, we wouldn't be seeing any, like Sandra Day O'Connor, or justice in the Supreme Court, first Latina there, because they passed. This is something that really hits home to me. This is something that really really got to me. La Raza, 19, it was 1983, they passed an amnesty law. The amnesty law gave legal status to 2.7 million immigrants. One of those legal immigrants was my father. I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for them. Heading back to that now, I am the daughter of immigrants. I, my father came to the United States when he was 16 years old, and he worked in the fields all throughout high school, going to high school classes at night and working in the fields through day. Okay. And then my mom, uh, she grew up in the Central Valley of California, and her parents came to the United States via the Bracero program, which was during the 1940s. They brought, I forgot how many immigrants from Mexico to work in the fields. Just seeing two people whose lives were directly affected by history and by their choices just is incomprehensible when you get to show that to the world. You know, Gary and I have uh, ridden twice through Central California, through the fields out there where uh, many of the immigrants are uh, uh, pick crops and things, and we both commented about the the amount of labor that goes into that um, endeavor and the th- and the things that were provided to us through that. Um, you also participate in debate yeah. and um, use your knowledge there. Tell us a little bit about your interest in debate and what you're doing there. Yeah, so for debate, my teacher is Mr. Patino. He's an inspiration. He was one of three Mexicans who graduated Skyview his year and one of two who graduated college. He likes to say, I like to, I want to get into the nitty gritty of things because it isn't just everything on the surface, it's everything underneath too. There's always another side to the story. And debate shows you how to research, how to talk, how to come up with ideas on the spot and how to just yeah, just formulate your arguments. and. I love that about the Lincoln-Douglas, which oh, yeah. you, you participate in, is 
you really get an opportunity to argue both sides of, of an issue and realize that there are always, as you said, two sides to an issue. And I think that goes a long way if, if, if we as individuals can recognize that there's always two sides and, and endeavor to research the, what the other side is and understand it. I think we'd come a long way if, uh, in getting along better if we could do that. So I applaud you for that. Daniela, you have accomplished a lot in your young little life here, a few short years. Uh, you've presented at the Capitol. You've got an internship at the college. With all of these accomplishments and, and all of these interests, what are you going to be when you get big? What does the future hold for Daniela? I, okay, I was thinking about it, and I was like, I want to maybe get my Ph.D. No, I want to get a Ph.D. I'm not sure in what yet. I'm thinking maybe electrical engineering, but I was feeling like if you're going to get a PhD, why not get it into something that nobody else really does? So it really like matters, you know, <laughs> don't get me wrong. Every PhD matters, but <laughs> um, possibly something in dealing with like wireless energy transfer just because I love it so much. Holy cow. Oh, that's exciting that you are involved in so many different things and have so many different interests. And, uh, as Gary said, at such a young age and, uh, the whole world is a possibility for you of where you want to go. You're, you, I, I sense just a really genuine curiosity about the world around you, whether that's historical or electrical or mechanical or bio, uh, biology, something like that. So I applaud you for that, and uh, it'll be exciting to see you on one of our alumni walls one day and see what you've gone off and accomplished in your life. Why, thank you. Um, also, I'd just like to give one thank you myself, not only to my parents, but also my middle school science teacher, Mrs. Singh. If you're listening, Mrs. Singh, you're incredible. <laughs> but she changed the way I view everything. I like to think of her as like my second mom. Because middle school, holy cow, it was middle school, so. Oh, yeah, and Mr. McMurdo. Oh, my gosh, he's our teacher. He's absolutely also incredible. I, just teachers, just teachers overall. I applaud every teacher out there because you are absolutely incredible. I, I know I wouldn't be here today if it wasn't for my teachers. I was just going to, Daniela, we, we've got your mom here, and we oh, want to yeah. ask her a couple questions. Yes. Is there anything else, though, that you'd like to say before we kick it over to your mother? Um... Honestly, just parents had to be my biggest inspiration. My mom, my dad, my grandparents, my sister, soon to be little sister because I know she's incredible. Um, family matters more than you think. Because if you don't have your family there to support you, because I know my dad says the only reason I, like the only way I helped you with all this is I drove you around places. <laughs> <And> <laughs> which I know that's not true because I look at him as an inspiration. He is my inspiration for everything. Every vignette that I write in my English class. Every story I tell to people. It's just always my parents. The legacy that they left. Yeah. Yeah. Wonderful, wonderful tribute to your parents. All right, now we're gonna let mom take the mic. All right, uh, Christina, <laughs> Daniela's mother. Yes. Uh, we appreciate you being here with us today and, and what an incredible student that you have. Uh, it's been fun to visit with Daniela and learn about all of her interests and accomplishments. Could you just take a, a minute and reflect as a mother of, of 
what you've seen her accomplish and, and how that's come about? Well, first of all, I'm really proud of Daniela. I think that's probably an understatement, <laughs> just because she's already accomplishing so much. And she's, she's only, she just turned 15 last week. We just celebrated her 15th birthday last week with a quinceanera. So we had a quinceanera for her. And we're just really proud of her and just amazed by just her maturity level already, by her drive to... And, and we don't do this on purpose. This is not like, Daniela, you have to do this, do that. No, this is Daniela taking on initiative of what she wants to do and... And it's hard for us because we have to drive her to all these places. And I'm thinking, <laughs> like, Danielle, where are you at today? And, okay, so we have to figure out where she's going to be at. So before moving to Logan, Utah, we lived in Tucson, Arizona. And at that time, my husband was uh, studying to get his Ph.D. in Latino literature. And so in Tucson, we were very poor. We were very proud. <laughs> As my husband is a graduate student, we didn't have a lot of money. So we lived in a tiny one-bedroom, like 650-square-foot apartment for eight years. So as, as immigrant parents, we, we have instilled in our children a hard work ethic. So we work really hard. We don't expect much because... You know, our parents were poor, so they didn't give us, you know, we had to work for everything. So we, we've we grown up with that mentality that if you want something, you need to work for it. In the apartments where we lived, there was this little bus. It, would, it was a shuttle, and it was called the Downtown Loop, and it would stop right in front of our apartments. And so I would get my kids ready, and we'd get ready, and then we'd hop on the Downtown Loop and go to the library because that was free. And it was air conditioning too, so it was cool. Because <laughs> the desert's really hot. So we would, I would take him to the library, and we would go to story time, and they'd always have crafts, and we'd get books. So I really instilled in my children that Natalia, she's my oldest, and I started taking her to story time when she was like four months old, six months old, and I knew the power of books how books can transform a child's life. And I learned the difference between quality, like quality education, what does that mean? And really sought out opportunities that were filled with quality, quality books, quality education, quality uh, opportunities. I'm a big proponent of uh, early childhood education. So, and I believed in a play-based childhood education because children learn through playing. That's their language. Children would learn math through building wooden blocks. So that was their early math. And so I think that's what I picked up on was that, that a teacher is really important in a child's life and a really big motivator for how they're going to learn, what they're going to learn, and expose them. A lot of the early exposure that we exposed our children to, like the going to the library, really laid the foundation for their learning later. You really, it sounds like, took every opportunity to give your, your children uh, an opportunity for success. 
and, and took those opportunities as a parent, which is very evident. When did you see some of the drive that we see in Daniela? Uh, did, that, did that come later? Did that come early? When did you see some of that? My husband, uh, he teaches up on campus. My husband really encourages and inspires his students to do research. So that research drive where that investigate, and not only that, but you communicate, because right? you have to be able to communicate and say what you do to other people. So I think a lot of what Daniela has picked up on has def- definitely been his inspiration, where he teaches the girls how to, he gives them ideas, and, and he gives them the, like the direction, if you will. And then it's up to them to do the work. So he provides the resources, he provides the ideas, and the support. And it really helps them develop their interpersonal skills, their ability to communicate clearly, to express their ideas. But also, he says one important thing, and I think this is something that that we try to remember is to have fun. <laughs> well, <that's very> <laughs> yeah, to have fun. Because there should be joy in learning. Learning shouldn't be like, oh, you have to do this, 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 and that. But, and, I, and I love what she said about being curious. Because I think sometimes when we're not curious, then we don't have that internal motivation to find something new. With Daniela, I feel her that she's genuine, that it really does come from a place where she is curious, she is excited, she is like wondering still, you know, and and she does it on her own, you know. I'm so proud of her, and I she blows me away sometimes with just how articulate she is and how composed she is. And how driven she is. And so, yeah. Thank you for joining us today. It's been a treat. It, it's been a joy. And I've learned some things. Well, that's good. I know. Rare for me. <laughs> <laughs> no, you have. You've been both been inspiring to hear your story, to hear uh, your parents' background and where they come from, came from. And uh, Daniela, you have, uh, you're absolutely right. Your parents are inspiring and um, have really sacrificed on your behalf. And that's going to take you places because not only have they provided opportunities, but they've instilled in you a love of learning and a curiosity in life. And we think that's going to take you uh, a long ways. And it's going to be exciting to see where you end up. So thank you for letting us visit with both of you today and taking time with us. Uh, you've inspired us, I think. Yeah, yeah, thank you. That sacrifice that you've made will not be wasted on this young lady, I can tell. So we're looking forward to see what, what you do and where you go. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you very so much. much. You know, that was a joy. That was fun to visit with Daniela and her mother. I, I know our listeners out there couldn't be here in studio with us live, but I wish you could have been. As she left, everybody in here got a hug. That's just the kind of person that Daniela is. You know, even though they've left us at this point, uh, that won't be the last time we see or hear of Daniela Lopez. An amazing student. Yes. Thanks for listening to our podcast. The podcast posts bi-weekly, so make sure that you tune in and listen. And be sure to visit our website at www.ccsdut.org 
forward slash podcast, where there's more info about today's episode, as well as pictures 